It's your girl Monroe, and you're listening to Pop Culture. How's it going, everyone? Alright, so before we begin on today's episode, I do want to take a moment of silence for actress Anne Hesch, as well as Andrew Jonathan Hill. Um, I would appreciate if both of you join me in this moment of silence. Now, for those of you that don't know who Andrew Jonathan Hill is, uh, he is the ex-husband of Jacqueline Hill. I send my deepest condolences to both families. I hope that they take the time needed to heal, um, as well as recently over the weekend on Saturday here in Illinois in Gurney uh, at Six Flags, there was a shooting that occurred injuring three individuals. Police are still investigating the situation and Six Flags did announce um, that they are doing everything possible to raise their security protocols and everything. Um, I cannot imagine how terrifying that must be to be in that moment. I know people have gone out to speak about just how terrifying it was. I hope everyone is, you know, handling it to the best of their abilities. If you guys need help to handle such a traumatic experience, please use your resources as well as calling or texting 988 if you are having some difficulties with your mental health. So I know that I said that I was waiting off on the Ezra Miller everything, um, figuring out the best way to approach them and the actions that they have taken of late. Ezra Miller has gone ahead and released a statement declaring that they are seeking treatment for complex mental health issues. They went on to state that they are committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in their life. Uh, This does come after Ezra faced a multitude 
of legal issues from choking out a fan to being arrested in Hawaii twice to the most recent um, arrest that occurred over alcohol theft from someone's home. There was another incident that occurred with a young indigenous woman that, well, it was stated that Azra was, was grooming her by her parents. Her parents are the ones that went ahead and made the statement while she did say that, you know, that was not the situation, blah, blah, blah. You could definitely tell that Ezra was not in an okay headspace. And recently, I want to say within the past couple weeks or so, DC slash Warner Bros slash Discovery, because they are all the same company, (laughs) has been very much so pushing to see for a replacement of Ezra in the Flash series. Am I saying that this is what motivated the actor to seek help I do not know the timing seems very impeccable especially since Ezra was portraying not only the Flash but also Credence in the Fantastic Beast saga however spoiler alert um in the secrets of Albus Dumbledore Credence does appear to die within the series so that's a whole thing. I'm not entirely sure if the studio did that on purpose because of the things that Ezra was going to or what, like, going through or what, but I hope that they take this necessary time to heal and reflect and do everything that they can to be at an okay place in their life again and a thriving place in their life again. Um, I don't know, uh, you know, Ezra Miller has been one of my favorite actors for a while now, ever since I first saw them in Perks of Being a Wallflower, and I was just very enamored by their character and just other quirks and, and things, and seeing this downward spiral as myself that struggles with mental health, like, that shit is not easy. I hope they take all the time necessary to process all of that. Again, if you or someone you know is struggling with mental health issues at this time, please call or text 988. So... All of my wonderful babies out there working from home, y'all like that shit, right? I know I certainly do. Ever since we have been deemed to returning to some sense of normalcy in the world, apparently, which I don't see it yet, but sure. Uh, I have my own ideas about that and beliefs that, well, we might never really ever return to a sense of normalcy only adjustment to everything that is currently going on in the world because it is a shit show uh last week tuesday however jamie diamond ceo of jp morgan chase spoke out uh to the company's wealthy clients in regards to everything from woke capitalism, woke corporations, 
to elections, to the future of the company, uh, competition with Apple and Amazon, even though, uh, perdón, not Amazon. Amazon is part of the company. My bad. They have like a partnership or whatever, but uh, (laughs) I meant Apple Pay or Google. (laughs) So one of the things that Jamie discussed was the work from home concept and how granted this man has very much so spoken out against it for a very long time stating that it impacts um employees productivity and blah 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 and about 40 percent of work from home employees that are currently in a hybrid situation are being called back to work from the office or completely removing remote work which like (laughs) what the fuck Oh my goodness gracious me. Um, (laughs) And Jamie went ahead and stated that the reason for this is because the office culture and having individuals go to the office promotes inclusivity and diversity and a rainbow and hustle culture and blah, 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 blah. That is great and all. And, and I understand a lot of the concepts that, you know, he discusses. Like, do not get me wrong, I'm not knocking this man down. He has a very interesting manner of viewing things, and he gets shit done, absolutely. But considering that the state of the world is still very <laughs> uncertain, uh, as well as, like, Y'all are calling for all these people to come back to the office, but, like, is there really a solid plan in place for how that's going to happen? I mean, I've seen horror stories on the internet of people discussing how pre-pandemic there was no space in the offices and people were neck-to-neck and shoulder-to-shoulder huddled up in conference rooms and you know, stress levels being so high that, like, people's mental health is fucked and people are out here, like, really struggling uh, to the point where they're dropping because, well, there isn't enough employees and there isn't this whole necessary, not very necessary, like, structure to retain employees um, because obviously the financial industry is a very fast-paced place and very voluminous. Well, while while mental health can be discussed and all of that, it really is true. We live in a society where if an illness is not necessarily physically seen, then it's not treated that way. And you know, different strokes for different folks, like everyone has a variety of range of limitations, but my whole mindset with work from home personally is like, we've seen that it can be done and it works. And if there is not space in the places that employees are required to work and then also those spaces are severely understaffed for the workload and expectations then 
why? You know, I think, I don't know. I, I get the whole, like, the internet has made it a really big joke of, um, what's the most recent thing I saw on TikTok? Like, somebody was at the beach with a tent and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, there's this whole thing of how that's not necessarily appropriate or whatever. But like, (laughs) I have so much to say and I'm really trying to find the most correct words to say it. I understand the concept of like camaraderie and really joining with your teams and doing all this stuff because that is super fun and it's super awesome and I personally in my place of employment have an amazing team and co-workers and all that this time around like honestly a bitch is blessed I cannot say that she's not but also as a person that is currently dealing with being on a leave of absence for mental health issues due to burnout and from expectations from work and all this shit it's like I feel that as a whole the structure of work-life balance in America does need to change I think we Obviously, we live in a capitalist. <laughs> capitalist is fuck society. Capitalist is fuck country. And so hustle culture and thriving culture is definitely shoved down our throats on a consistent basis. Um, with an impending great resignation to continue and an impending recession at the same time, I think there has to be a reevaluation of how work-life balance is handled, how employees are being treated, are employees actually being listened to when they come forward with ideas, and there's just a whole lot of a whole lot when it comes to corporate America. If you guys have not seen this, and I am not entirely certain if it is completely available, I pulled this information from Yahoo Finance. (laughs) And if you're able to see it, I would definitely say give it a go and watch it. He is a very articulate and interesting man when it comes to his viewpoint. But I just think that there's there's a lot of a whole lot that goes on with structure and proper implementation of it. Obviously, it's not something that can happen overnight, but... Uh, what do I know? I'm not CEO, so. <laughs> oh my god. I am only the CEO of my life in pop culture. Um. <laughs> anyway, so on some TikTok bullshit, the Rays, Addison Rays family is currently going through it, and the account of her parents. So this whole situation has definitely turned from messy to messier, simply because her parents don't know how to fucking act. I'm sorry, but that's really what it boils down to. And like the people that I'm concerned about is Addison and her brothers. Like they're the ones that are going to deal with 
the back end bullshit of all of this. Um, it started because, like, Sherry, so Young Gravy has a thing of hitting on older women. It's like his thing. He, yeah, it's a thing for him. And Sherry went ahead and made a TikTok after the whole Monty cheating scandal and all that shit. And she, like, blocked out the name of on a date with, and then it said Young Gravy. And so, of course, he was all about it, blah, blah, blah. Monty immediately started on some bullshit, is trying to get this man to, like, get into the ring with him and box him out. And Young Gravy definitely was like, I'm not going to fight you over some TikTok drama. Like, what the fuck? And reminded Monty, like, you know, your daughter is one of the most successful women on this platform, and you get on here to essentially embarrass your family and act half her age, which, like, ouch. I mean, he's not wrong, though. (laughs) And he did warn Monty, you know, if we ever see each other in prison, like, don't do anything stupid. Because, like, why? And a lot of the comments were, like, you know, why are you acting this way? Like, do you want her back? And he's, like, absolutely not, blah, 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 blah. Bro, why are you fucking clout chasing? Like, at this point, it just feels like you're fucking clout chasing. And, of course, Monty cannot just take that and exit out humbly. He was like, uh, no, I don't, I want to fight him because I don't want my kids being made fun of that he's trying to hook up with their mom, but more because they're going to be applauded because their daddy kicked his ass or whatever. And I'm just like, you're a grown ass man trying to take on someone that's probably half your age. Like, what the fuck? And then, of course, uh, Sherry and Addison are going through it. So Addison had unfollowed her father and is now has of sin has the words <laughs> has since then unfollowed Sherry as well. Uh, Sherry released a bunch of cryptic tweets saying, I cried my heart out to you, I can't believe, like, this is how you treat me, and all this shit, and people think that it's directed towards Addison, because Sherry did go along and remove Addison's brands off her Instagram, It now simply says, single mom and not a doormat. I have all types of issues with all of this shit, because, like, first off, y'all are the adults. (laughs) And don't get me wrong, me as an adult that does not have children is sitting here like, are we for real right now? Like, y'all need to handle this shit offline. Y'all need to handle this shit in therapy. Like, what the fuck? And so I have a personal problem with, like, parents overfriending their kids. Like... There's just some shit that your kid does not need to know, does not need to be exposed to. I think that it comes with a certain level of respect. Cada quien su cada que. So, like, that's just my personal opinion in regards to, like, a parent-child dynamic. Should there be trust and open communication? Absolutely. And, like, you know, if you open up to your kid and you're vulnerable because you're hurting of a situation, that's cool. But also, like... 
do not put your child in a place where they have to be your rock. Because in my eyes, like, that's not your kid's responsibility. And if you feel like you absolutely have nobody else, therapy. Therapy is a thing, and it is there, and it, and it's meant to help people. And I just am very confused by all of it. I hope that this comes out as best as it can for Addison and her brothers. Um, they are really the ones that have to deal with all the consequences of this bullshit. Um, cause yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> mm. In more TikTok drama, but not really though, because rumors are a bitch. So, uh, this past weekend, some shit like that, Dixie D'Amelio celebrated her birthday in Vegas. And of course, TikTok went into a frenzy, and they were like, oh my god, her and Noah broke up. Oh my god, they're not together anymore, just because he wasn't in the pictures. However, this had to be a whole thing, uh, and it prompted Noah to release a statement saying, like, just because I was in the pictures, like, that's you guys are assuming the worst like we are literally two kids thrusted into this limelight trying to just figure it out they have work constraints they have all these responsibilities and you know he was just like trying to flip it for like a good note but i mean he's not wrong (laughs) contracts responsibilities prior engagements like i'm pretty sure they had their time and they celebrated independently of that Mm. speaking of rumors and older women so apparently uh people were shipping pete davidson with martha stewart (laughs) she quickly debunked it though she's like no he's like a son she's like no no absolutely not and the comments were killing me because someone was like no the snoop dogs girl (laughs) like i can't stand you (laughs) oh my god what the fuck And from TikTok stardom to musical stardom, Bella Porch has officially dropped her album titled Dolls, and it came with its own its own little pile of bullshit attached to it. So after the album dropped, there was a tweet that was released from her account stating that her album was better than any Cardi B album, which of course ignited a frenzy amongst the fans and even Cardi like herself responded and pulled out fangirl receipts of Bella Porch going into her DMs saying like, oh my God, I love all your music, blah, blah, blah. Bella comes back on and says that she was working with Twitter and that her account had been hacked. She's just trying to figure it all out. She apologized to Cardi. It was a whole thing. And then Cardi calls off her fans and goes forward and confirms, and this is some shitty shit, confirms that Bella's team called her and they were like, hey, so this is what fucking happened. This is the incident. Apparently, Bella Porsche's social media manager was at fault for the post so they went into her twitter and thought it would be hilarious if they posted that this is why people have trust issues (laughs) like 
what happened? Did you did you really do it because you thought it would be funny, or like were you about to quit your fucking job and you were like, yes, this is this is how I go out. This is the monopoly table flip that I do. That is so rude. Also, when celebrities go on Twitter and say like my shit has been hacked, I am just like, what happened? <laughs> What internal chaos happened that you are forced to say this? Because essentially, yeah, I mean, even though that person is their social media manager, uh, you went in there without permission and posted something that was not previously vetted. That's kind of fucked up. Hopefully, everything is resolved now and everything is cool. So, <laughs> I'm excited. To all my gamers out there, are you excited over the film for Ghost of Tsushima? That game was lit as fuck. And (laughs) I know you're probably all still dealing with the trash fire that was Netflix's Death Note. Because what the fuck was that? And I... What kills me was the side-by-side, like, analysis of the anime of Light's reaction to Ryuk and then, like, (laughs) Netflix's. I just could not. That shit was too funny. But don't worry. Don't lose hope. There might be success just yet. So the director of the film is the director of the John Wick films, and he is like, I want this to be an all-Japanese cast. And the film needs to be completely in Japanese. And I'm not against it. I am all for it. You do that shit. You do it. And do it right. So that, you know, we can all have that and enjoy that. And honestly, I feel like that bitch would sell out. Because (laughs) we don't need another death note. We really don't. I'm traumatized. (laughs) It could have been so good. But it just wasn't. Okay, I'm good. I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) On happier news, Blackpink has announced their world tour. It is set to begin October 22, 22, October 2022 and end uh, June of next year. I'm fucking stoked personally because they will be here in Chicago November 10th and the 11th. Who's trying to go with me, my babies? Let's go. And yes, we will be wearing pink and black. (laughs) Because we have to. And I will have glitter somewhere on my body. (laughs) Um, But I need to go. I need to see them perform live and just, you know. (laughs) Mm. so stranger things is coming to an end and i just have to say that because i love you guys and we all must just start processing this now (laughs) so it has been officially announced you know season five is the last season i have so many opinions about all these short ass series because like ozark was done so quickly as well but we're we're gonna leave that alone We're, we're gonna leave it alone um of course, there is, like, a spinoff and a stage play, apparently, which I did not know was a thing that the Duffer brothers are working on. They're working 
on a stage play surround like based in the same world of Stranger Things so I found that to be really interesting but I personally love seeing how all the actors on the show are like already exciting about discussing other projects and other things that they're working on Millie Bobby Brown has enrolled at Purdue University congrats girl go do your shit go get your degree that's amazing <clears throat> sorry Joe Curie has you know discussed other projects and music because he is also a musician uh and i just find it funny that this man is so annoyed with the fact that everyone is so obsessed with his hair so much so that like he thought it was so funny that he ended up putting it as a song lyric in one of his new songs uh i think the cast is all going to move forward to a lot of amazing things I'm sad for the fact that season five will be the last, but you know, such is life, I suppose. If you're wondering why I <laughs> have titled this episode of Bub Culture, I Quiver with Anticipation, it has absolutely nothing to do with Rocky Horror Picture Show, except for the fact that we are officially in spooky season. <laughs> Yes, yes, I know. Monroe, it is only August 15th at the time of this recording. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> We're ready for spooky season. Well, return to school if you haven't done so already. Return to school and spooky season are just around the corner. And with that <laughs> comes a ton of like anxiety and expectations all that seem to be surrounded around the notion of failure and that we should already be a lot farther along in our lives than where we may currently be. I feel like August is that like shift not only into spooky season. Yes, it's spooky season. I've declared it. All you bitches on the internet are like, we're done with summer. Bring back all of fall. Blah, blah, blah. If I can't have my margaritas, y'all can't have the rest of summer. It's done. It's spooky season. Um, <laughs> and I will sit here in my sweaters and my skirts and watch spooky movies <laughs> and drink hot cocoa. <laughs> With the, with the fucking AC on because it's still slightly hot as fuck over here, but it was like almost 80 today. I'm still, I'm here for it. But all my nonsense aside, I wanted to tell you, I know that it gets a little difficult once we're done with, once we've reached the point of there's only a quarter left in the rest of the year and we are now three and a half months out from that there's this sense of rush of like crunch time almost like how much can i accomplish before this year comes to an end type of shit and while i get it i really do i need you guys to like not get so hung up on the sense of okay but what if I fail because failure really is 
a part of success. So like with anything, it's about the journey, not the destination. I know that is so corny. It's so corny, Monroe, you basic bitch. Why are you saying this? I know it is very corny, but the cliches exist for a reason. The only way to like truly fail in life, and I don't remember who said this, but it is if you simply don't try. We are living cosmically in a very, there's just so much going on up there, so much going on with the planets that it is a time of major shifts. I don't know if you guys have recently heard the concept, um, and I I know I have not myself discussed it on here before, and I am so sorry. That is such a disservice, and I strongly apologize for that, but new moons are great and let me tell you why whatever it is that you manifest on a new moon whatever intention it is that you set down for something that you're attempting to accomplish comes to fruition every full moon which is why when you're manifesting around full moon energy yes you have to be very careful of the verbiage and the things that you say but it is more so around the new moon because the new moon is essentially when the moon is still shining bright in space and shit, but we just can't see it on earth. It looks completely blacked out. And the new moon in Aquarius, so Aquarius is all about shaking shit up and change and blah, 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 blah. the, The new moon was in February and we just had the full moon in Aquarius. So if you, much like the collective, is struggling with some shit right now and really coming to head, the only person that can make sure that this year ends out amazing for you is you. The process of healing and continuing forward and releasing and doing all this shit is messy as fuck. Like, I know there's this whole dynamic of, like, love and light and peace and love, and that's that's beautiful, and that's great. Healing does not look that way. So if you're finding yourself in a place where you're like, holy shit, everything just feels like it's tumultuous, it's because in order to create something new, you need to make space. Think of it like a building, <laughs> Yes, I'm I'm honestly I could just say a tower moment on like a tower a tower card in the tarot deck, but for my visual learners out there, say you have this beautiful idea for a house or a building that you're trying to build and it is in a very specific location of your favorite city in the world. But there's already a building there. And it's old and decrepit and no one lives there. But you used to live there. And you're holding on to this building and saving onto it due to all the memories that you once held there. But this shit's falling apart. It's it's molding, it's rotting, and it's concaving within itself. And you are leashed to this building. 
right? You are, you are handcuffed. Your hand is literally handcuffed to the door of this building. And you have the key in your other hand and you can easily just, right? But you choose not to due to those attachments and the idea of what you thought it could be. And your construction team is waiting. They're like, come on now. We got to get this shit going. (laughs) And you're like, okay, yes, I will. But let me go down this path one more time. Let me go do this one more time. We are currently in an upheaval of like analyzing what does and what does not work and what does and what does not serve us. So I'm going to need you to go ahead and take that sledgehammer, metaphoric sledgehammer, please, (laughs) and knock down what no longer works. If you want to keep pushing forward and improving yourself and bettering who you are for this new version that is attempting to come in, You have to give it that space. And do not be afraid to fail. I know I've said it before, rejection is divine protection from the universe. I really have. But oftentimes, when we are very much in a victim mentality, we like to scream, see, knew it, universe is protecting me, when in reality we're just self-sabotaging with our own egos and our own bullshit because we refuse to take accountability for our negative patterns, thoughts, and actions. The end of this episode has taken a very crazy turn. I kind of knew something of what I was going to say, but that was all download. And I hope that whoever needs to hear that message does. I love you guys. Please take care of yourselves. Please take time to rest. Please be aware that these companies don't give a fuck about you. (laughs) And... If your path in life is to build your own business and build your own way, start. Start now. Do that shit. Because, like, nobody's going to do it for you, baby. So, go forward. Shoot your motherfucking shots. (laughs) And really move towards whatever it is that you're trying to obtain, succeed in, or build. It is the perfect time. And that's the thing. I know that sounds crazy, but it is. Even if it doesn't feel perfect. Because there is no perfect time. Perfection does not exist. So stop holding yourself to these unachievable expectations that you have for yourself and for others. Give yourself a little bit of grace for the shit you did when you didn't know better, but now that you do know better, do better. And do right by you. As far as we know, we have one life this time around, so go ahead, 
and do what you need to do to make sure that you're good and to make sure that you wake up every day with the sense of like, yep, I got this. Yep, I can do this today. Yep, I'm happy. Yep, I might be satisfied, but I'm going to take my rest day and I'm still going to get shit done afterwards. Life is not black and white. It is a spectrum of colors. It is a (laughs) spectrum of glitter. So go out there and brighten the world with how amazing you are. And even if you are quivering with anticipation in whatever way that might look, Know that you're never alone. Okay? So yes, we are four months out from the end of the year, and we all know that after Halloween, that shit zooms. (laughs) At least for me, it does. (laughs) But don't worry. You are exactly where you need to be right now. Just make sure you keep going, okay? All right, my lovely hummingbirds, that's it for me. I love you all so, 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 so much. As always, follow me on all of my handles at Vasquez at Drizzit's Wifey, Elaloon, pending. And there, there's a lot of decisions that I need to make on my end for that. As I mentioned before, it takes time, it takes money, and it takes a different level of energy that I currently do not have. Um, wish me luck for my procedure on Thursday because a bitch is nervous, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, just endo shit. But anyways, les mando mucha paz, muchos besos, y les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna. Sending you much peace, many kisses, and reminding you to always look up at the moon. I love you all so much. Go out there, live your life, be the main character in your journey. And remember that your journey is your own and no one's is exactly like yours. For you are the only you. Okay, I'm done being like a little cryptic baby. I love you all so much. I will catch you on the next one. Bye.